Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to another episode of Muslim Birth Work, Birth World. And today I'm really pleased to say that we are joined by Umm Abdullah. And she is here to share her recent birth experience with us, inshallah. Um, so yeah, we have actually just spoken before the podcast, but I'm going to say Assalamu alaikum Umm Abdullah. Wa alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I have been really, really excited and looking forward to this. She already knows, but I have been so excited about having this, sharing this um this opportunity, I guess, really, to to hear what Umabdila has got to say. Um, I am so proud and impressed and Mubarak by the fact that she, mm-hmm. I, you know, I knew in her pregnancy what she was going through and the challenges she faced. And wallahi, she stood firm. And she says it's her iman, you know, alhamdulillah. But I think also it's really also her character. So I'm really, really looking forward to hearing what she's going to share with us. So inshallah, may it be beneficial. And um, yeah, let's hear, inshallah. Uh, Yeah, so I too have been really excited, um, (laughs) to be honest with you. Um, Mainly because there's not, um, it's not common, like you said, for, for me but for someone to reach that that stage um, in a hospital setting, I would say. It's, mm. it's not usually that common, but yeah, I've been really excited to, to speak about it as well. Um, but yeah, I, um, I'm not too, too sure where to start, really. Um, so I guess I would say probably from when I was, I found that I was expecting twins around about oh, here we go. bear with me no, no problem yes yeah, subhanallah you know expecting twins so you you know when we find out we're pregnant and then to find out it's twins wow yeah I, I did literally um lose um conscious not completely <laughs> but I did, I did lose some um some um my breath a little bit when I when I was told I, yeah. I was surprised um but uh yes so I found out around about uh three I guess three months pregnant um so yeah I, from then on it was I was obviously treated like a high risk um mm. pregnancy because it's yeah. twins mm. etc um the type of twins I had were there is usually referred to as or commonly referred to as die die twins or diachronic. Yeah, diachronic. Yeah. yeah. So they had their own separate sacs. Yes. Um which apparently lessens the risk, but still considered high risk. Yeah. Um yeah, so they, they were I had those type of twins. Mm-hmm. Um I had I guess like a really, uh, I, 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 people kind of knew or my family kind of thought I had, I was having twins because my symptoms were intense from the get, from the, from the get go, just okay. everything was heightened. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, I guess throughout the, uh, throughout the main sort of, oh, sorry, the first sort of five, five months of pregnancy, I was like really compliant with the hospital mm-hmm. um there were lots of it was a, like I was getting a lot of attention and I kind of wanted that because it was a 
I, I didn't know what to expect yeah. having twins. Yeah. Um, so I was going to these scans and the, uh, you know, just the midwife appointments or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I guess round about, um, okay, my timeline's really sketchy, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to say roundabout, but um, at some point, when they, at some point, yeah, <laughs> yeah. when I have the, um, the, um, what's it called, the BTT, the um, uh, gestational diabetes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when they, I had an appointment for that and something in my gut just said, mm. yeah. So I, 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 miss, I missed it intentionally. They mm. rebooked it and I was like, yeah, let, let them rebook it so I can take some time to research it because I, I missed it like the day I was supposed to go so okay. um and then I did some research on on that and I was like nah I don't want to do that I don't want to yeah. drink this this liquid yeah. thing that I wasn't sure about so um it started then when I started like to I don't want to use the word rebel but decline yeah just exactly decline the decline yeah yeah but anyway they're all optional so you chose to decline certain things exactly mm-hmm. Mind you, with my first pregnancy, so I had one child prior to these two. Mm-hmm. Um, they were born at forty-one and three. Yeah, which is the same thing. Like I had, I was bullied a lot in my first pregnancy yeah. when it came towards the end because I had um, uh, something. I suffer with something. Apparently, I say suffer, but I don't. I don't feel it. But um. It's apparently to do with my blood not clotting. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. So there's always this talk about fear of hemorrhaging and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Um. So I was bullied a lot in my first pregnancy. So I was adamant that this time around I won't I won't let that happen. Right. Yeah. Um. But um. Ah. I'm still getting the hang of. Uh, of having and a two two babies at the same time yeah oh, yeah bear with me that's all right um, so that it, yeah. um, it, when mm. we've had our first experience um it makes it changes us doesn't it previous experiences makes us more adamant about what we don't want exactly exactly so I was really conscious that I, w- I, won't, I wasn't gonna let that happen mm-hmm. um round about say five five months or yeah five six months they hadn't spoken about the birth plan and they you know my midwife mentioned oh you know um you know uh you you're probably gonna have to have uh, an induction at around 37 weeks or whatever but we'll talk about it when the time comes and I just said yes we will talk about it when that time comes I was waiting for them to to, to initiate that conversation mm. properly rather than just in passing um before I go through full throttle you know but um yeah they were really shocked when when I when I did change but anyway mm. um <laughs> um yeah so fast forward now I guess to when I'm like nearing 30 33 30 30 no I'd say yeah 33 weeks I had uh, a scan and they were in positions transverse and breach so I, I guess for anyone who doesn't know it's do they sort of lying uh I don't know horizontally yeah across, but not head down it, yeah across it. yeah lying across exactly exactly and one was and that really yeah sorry go ahead and one was breach or they were both 
one yes yeah, so, yeah yeah one was breach and yeah. then the other was transverse wow which is like yeah, i guess the opposite of breach but or, or the, the other direction um and um yeah that kind of worked the first time I heard the stenographer say that I didn't think anything of it yeah I've, I've always like um been interested in like this type of style of you know pregnancy and going natural yeah. and stuff but yeah my my knowledge of it really increased whilst during this pregnancy I guess because you know it's really different from a singleton like just one baby anyway but um yeah so the first time I heard that I was that they were in those positions I didn't um it didn't really click I just kind of left and went about my day <sighs> until <sighs> yeah but until I reached I say about 36 or sorry 30 maybe 35 36 weeks something like that yeah. I started to watch videos and it was talking about you know um more and more twin videos and I used to watch good videos not the, not these horror stories and stuff because um that's always important exactly. uh to uh, to do while you're pregnant yeah. um but um <laughs> i um i had um yeah i'd watched a couple of videos of um natural births mm. um and they were speaking about position positioning mm. of the baby and i thought oh my gosh okay i haven't really been focused on that so i watched a couple of other videos which showed how to turn the baby or to to spin the baby or something like that mm. um and they yeah they refer to as spinning exercises so i i'd done some of those mm. and with much da'a like so much da'a mm. even my my little one was making da'a all the time we went back to the um sorry before my next scan appointment mm. um to to make the baby's t uh, go uh, head down yeah um and and it worked with our permission. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, after about two weeks, I think the next appointment was when I went back. Mm. Um. They said that the, the twin one, or I guess it was twin one, mm. uh, was head down, and the other was in whatever position, uh, which was brilliant for me because that meant that they would put less pressure to yes to you yes. know exactly intervene yeah yeah intervene exactly so um. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah. So then, um, I don't know, shall I fast forward? <laughs> Just go wherever you like. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'm going to, do you know what? One thing that, okay, so yeah, I guess 30, my last scan mm. um, was around 38 weeks, maybe. Mm. No, it was 37 weeks, actually. Okay. I told you my timeline's really messed up. Okay, so yeah. yeah. But it was 37 weeks because I remember this was my last scan with the sonographer because she I was really irritated. Um because she was scanning and she was moaning and saying, Oh, I can't see anything. So they complained, oh, didn't they? About the baby. Yeah. Oh, he's being naughty. Yeah. He's being naughty today. I don't like I, that, that type of language. You've got a post about language. Yes. And um, honestly. It's things like that that really irritate me. Mm, me too. Um, you know, she's being naughty today. Yeah, I don't, I don't like all of that kind of language. I always correct. Um, yeah, that, I get irritated. Yeah, I, I don't have the, um, the courage to do that. Sometimes I can't be bothered. But I think yeah. I have. I think because becoming a doodle, I just have to be conscious of the other person. You know, like absolutely. 
the sister, I corrected for myself, I corrected it at a birth debrief, my own birth debrief recently, where she said, I think your baby was naughty and he was OP, meaning he was back to back. And I said, no, he wasn't naughty at all. I've got it recorded yeah. with my, you know, hospital. So I think oh, yeah. seriously, that was my courage. <laughs> that was my courage, sis. That's where it's coming through, you know. It takes years to build this kind of courage. <laughs> yeah. You know no, that, but right? It is really important. <laughs> I mean... I w- you could have fooled me <laughs> with it, with everything that you that you share you could have fooled me to be honest but um it's it's taken yeah. a long time a long time to get to it that. is important it is really important it's it's stuck that type of language in 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 this industry in that industry yes. it's it's, okay. it's completely stuck absolutely um so yeah and she was, your sonographer she was moaning, was moaning. About, yeah yeah she was moaning about um not being able to see anything or why have they sent me here at this many weeks with these amount of babies and all this stuff and she was just being so so and I, I could feel my my blood pressure building and I was getting hot and I, I didn't want to have an outburst mm. and I just kept saying if you can't see anything it's fine I'm happy to leave yeah, yeah. um and and um then I heard her say to the other you know there's usually one who types down the the um, the oh yeah uh, the information and she said to her Again, I don't know why they've sent her in, and she and I heard the other lady say, "Oh, maybe she wants to wait." Oh no, she said, she said, uh, she said, babies are usually these twins are usually out by now. I don't know why they've sent her in, and and she said, she said, "Oh, maybe she wanted to wait," and I said, "Yes, I did. I do want to wait," and she said, "Well, that's the problem. When you wait, we can't see anything," and I just, I just pushed her hand off of my stomach and. Mm you know, just took the gel off and I said, I just said, I'm leaving, give me my notes. Because I, I just, I was so irritated, like, instead of commending me and something that is so hard anyway to do, to go against the grain. Um, Two babies inside. Yeah, it's already pressure. Like, you're already being told for the whole duration of the pregnancy, oh, they could trek. die, they could die. Trek to these appointments. Believe it's panel. Are you right, sis? I think I lost your. I think your connection. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah. I saw your mute come on. I thought maybe your connection glitched for a second. So no, I'm getting a phone call. Sorry. Okay. No problem. Take it, inshallah. Take the phone call. If you're anything like me, it's it's probably the husband or father. I'm going to carry on because sorry. Sure. Do you want to take yeah, Do you yeah. want to take it and just inform them or send a message? Uh, it's fine. Honestly, it's okay. It's fine. Okay. Um. So how yes. much now you you decided to leave? You took your notes. Yeah, I took my notes and I left. Mm-hmm. And I didn't come back after that for a long time, I guess. There, do you know what? There was a point I didn't come in. I, I had so many appointments in a, like a week and a half, two weeks, mm-hmm. and I just didn't go to turn up to any of them. So the chief of the of midwifery, or he was the highest person in the, in that department, in the mm-hmm. midwifery department of that hospital, mm-hmm. um, got in touch with me. Mm-hmm. And she said that she wanted to check in that everything was okay because I hadn't seen me for a while and have noticed that I've stopped coming into my appointments. Mm-hmm. Right. 
you know, she was being really friendly. So I was too. And then when I could hear that she was nearing the conversation about, oh, you know, you're getting on a bit in your pregnancy and stuff. And I just said to her, if you're here to talk to me about, um, uh, what's it called, an induction, I'm, I don't want to speak about that. I'm not having an induction. I don't want to sweep. If I, I actually, I was, I was kind of open to a sweep, mm. but at that point, I didn't want one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just told her, just don't bother. Um, and she was like, no, you know, she's she's going to go in a direction that I, that you know I want to, and all of this stuff. Mm. So I thought I had a you know someone on my side, which was nice. Mm. Um, and I went in to meet her eventually. Uh, I think the following week. Um, but really, she was just put in place as a means to soften my heart. She was a fellow. Uh, she was a Muslim. Yeah, they and use she, they use these tactics. I'm telling you, man. Like trophy. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, she was talking about, you know, oh, it's Jum'ah, and I saw your last name, and I thought, oh, another Muslim. Let me, you know, get my good deeds. I was like, okay, this is this is nice. But anyway, she's a she's a she's a doctor essentially you know and she works for a hospital so she has her own you know I guess I don't want to say agenda but whatever yeah so I went in to meet her and I realized she was just put in place to cover her back cover the hospital's back yep um but still wanting me to are you sure you don't want to what about a sweep what about this and I'm saying no by that time we were friendly so it was really hard for me to be a little bit more firmer but yes. I still knew I was gonna not gonna go ahead with certain things yes and then another Muslim doctor came and another doctor and it, it just went on and on mm. until they were you know literally telling me oh you know they could die stillbirth and I was saying yeah stillbirth all of this stuff it starts to get a bit I don't want to sound insensitive I know these things can happen absolutely right you're telling me things without any you're just telling me things based off the fact that I'm having more than one baby at one time it nothing else mm-hmm. no I, I didn't have any kind of real real life threatening thing aside from even the 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 blood clotting issue that I had it was standard it was a normal pregnancy I was fine anyway um so I yeah, I'm going to fast forward to my labor, I guess, because that was really quick. Um, um, you it know was... what, did, did, sorry to interrupt. Did that all yeah. happen when you went into the appointment? So yeah, the doctors so... coming and coming and coming. They coaxed you in, essentially, into the establishment. That's true, because I had stopped coming in. You and she, she, yeah. she's, what she said is that she noticed... She said she's gone through my file from the beginning of my pregnancy and noticed all the issues. So she even mentioned some about them only booking a scan for one baby. There were times I went for an, an appointment and I live far from this hospital, but it was close to my family, right. which is why I wanted to give birth there. But there were times that I went in for them to scan one baby because they didn't know it was twins after like five months of, of going they still didn't know it was twins so things like that and it irritated me because it meant I had to go back and then they had to get the other one so she she had gone through my um history and made me feel comfortable that she was she knew I'd had a a rubbish time um and yeah I came I went in met her 
and eventually met another doctor who was another Egyptian doctor and he was again trying to be friendly oh your name where are you from did it all this stuff mm. and yeah um yeah so really they just wanted to put it on paper and have it documented that I have declined all of the medical advice that they've given me etc yeah um they did advise heart monitoring um fetal monitoring fetal heart monitoring um sometimes I I was okay to do it because mm. it might have been the odd day that I didn't feel much movement and I thought okay yeah I don't mind doing that mm. um scans again towards the end of my pregnancy I started reading a lot about scans and yeah. how they could be harmful and I thought oh my gosh it's too late I've I've done so much so I kind of stopped on that around oh. like I said 30, 37 weeks yeah until yeah. until 30 when I was 39 weeks I, they were like um, this this Muslim uh, chief of Midrifi, she she was like, oh, can you know, can you can we at least do a scan? And I like I didn't, I wasn't firm. I was like, okay, and I don't know why. I don't know why I said okay, um, but it's it's what they do. They're extremely manipulative. Yeah, man. Um, they really are. And it's you feel that you've you've done something, and then you completely you feel so icky. You know that oh, ickiness. Exa- exactly. Honestly, you just feel like you've just you stand your ground. You know what you want. You walk in there, and they just wipe you out, and you've come out feeling so violated. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it is. Until literally, when I I had the scan, and I found myself doing this fetal heart monitoring, I said, I'm. I told them I was like, I'm not going to do more than ten minutes until you, you get what you. I said, How long do I need to be on there? They said ten minutes. I said no matter if you've if you haven't got what you what you want on that graph thing mm, mm. I'm leaving mm. I was there 25 minutes I know. until that feeling of that that icky feeling when you like I felt violated I was yeah. like no yeah so I took off those belts and all of that and I said I'm going home I'm going yeah um and and imagine when I said that to when I said that it was like just an average nurse I guess and she looked at the printout that comes from the fetal heart monitor and she was like no no she said to herself or but audible you know so that I could hear and she was like that's not enough that's that's not enough and it's not good enough and I thought it's not good enough for who <laughs> I, just, I remember wanting to say that but she was so nice to me and I was so nice to her I just couldn't bring myself to I know. say it but I know this isn't a business about being nice man you you have to you have to advocate for yourself if you don't yeah um I and shout it. out to Go shout on. out to do that that was like I said all of this all of my inspiration my encouragement all of that stemmed initially after of course after Allah from you from you your page all of even till today like I tell people about the iron the liquid iron I don't want to I don't want to name the brands but like literally you you really really helped me out um during my pregnancy to a, a degree you wouldn't you wouldn't know honestly oh, um so may Allah reward you and bless you um for, for helping me I mean um, that's really nice to know it's really heartwarming to know that you know that hopefully yeah. what we do yeah. you know in our service that we can we can serve our ummah in any way possible uh, yeah no it's it's, it's no. that's literally it makes it worthwhile it makes yeah. it so worthwhile when I see sisters you know coming through like right now, you can just turn around and just say, wow, everything they stand for, everything they say means nothing, sis. It means nothing. 
because you powered through and you did it just naturally. So all of what they do is they prevent and sabotage people's pregnancies and births, essentially, for this for the sake of research, ridiculous mm. research with this scan. They're so insecure and afraid of natural birth. Yeah. Steve it. And you've just proven, sis, you haven't just proven it within, within Muslim sisters and within the Ummah. We're the, you know, Muslim sisters are the biggest victims out there at the moment in the world. But it's if you look at the, yeah, of course, even the non-Muslim world, the non-Muslim birth world are going to be astounded because they're always like, woo, I made it to 37 weeks. Woo. And I've had my babies at 37 weeks. And you're like, oh, subhanAllah. Yeah. That's not an achievement. That's yeah, a worry, no. <laughs> you know? I know, I know. And I feel bad because I, I see bad. this, like, I'm in a group whereby there's other twin mum mums and stuff and mm. on they post pictures of their babies and stuff and some mm. of them are still in their NICU or NICU. like, you know, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're tied up to tubes and stuff mm. and I feel really bad um, for them because they ha- obviously they're mixed feelings, they're happy that their child, like, their children are born but you know you, you can't enjoy them obviously fully in that state whilst they're still in hospital I'll tell you what though there was someone an Instagram uh, influencer or whatever she's she's a makeup artist I was pregnant the same we were like four weeks apart but more or less the same journey mm. and she had given birth as I said four weeks before I was I I, I before I did and she was doing everything naturally Mm. she was open to she was she's not an advocate for natural birth or anything but she was she wanted to do it naturally you know yeah so she was doing the whole um you know bouncing when she wasn't like uh coming up to 40 weeks she was bouncing on the ball the tees and all of that stuff um and she didn't go into labor at that time I guess so she um yeah she wasn't she was induced okay Basically, I'm going to tell you what happened, what you, what you posted on your thing the other day. She was induced, um, that common story. Um, exactly. Mm. She didn't progress quick enough, mm. which led to a cesarean. And that's not even what put me off even more. What put me off even more was how, and I could see it because she was, she, you know, these influencers, they document everything, everything. which sometimes is really, <laughs> yeah. Mm. But sometimes it's really helpful, and in, in my case, it was because yeah. she was so devastated. She the, she, the word she used was traumatized, That's and how tra- she kept saying traumatic. She was like, mm-hmm. you know, on those ask me anything stuff, and people say, do you want another baby? And she's like, from how traumatic that experience was with, with her husband as well. Yeah, like even he was saying it's it was traumatic. Yeah. She was like, I don't want another child. Like, mm. and she was talking about just this being rushed into emergency c-section to the emergency room to have a c-section yeah Yeah. um her scar ruptured like she just had a horrible experience um she said it she literally said that her whole birth was was a horrible experience Mm. um and that was because she yeah like the you know there were there were interventions in the it's so common i think twins basically treated I, i i don't know i had in my birth experience in birth work I've not heard of someone who's given birth spontaneously to twins beyond 40 weeks Allah Akbar you know what my mid the uh, what are they called yeah the midwife the one who she probably fainted from shock the one who caught my my babies I guess um Mm. she has been she had been a she has been a midwife for four years she was lovely by the way Mm. um 
she made everything. She was lovely. She was I, a good I, one. Honestly, yeah, they're all she good was ones. A nice one. Yeah. But she was still trying to tell me to do stuff. But so she has to because she she reports yeah. to the powers that be. So she has to. Of course. Of the course, job is on yeah. the line. They're all the jobs are all on the line. And then you know. Of course. That's why she was reluctant to ask. That's so true. I didn't know. I I could feel she was hesitant, but mm. she was still doing. It. I was thinking, why don't you just leave me alone? If you can, if you know, yeah. I'm going to say no. Yeah. Um. And that's so funny, by the way, literally everyone who came to the room, the registrar, everyone mm. who came into the room mm. was like, no, you're going to say no. That's how every question started. Yeah, yeah, this was like, yeah. yeah this is good. <laughs> At least you can good. just say no. It's easy for them. Tick the box. And they walk yeah, out. <laughs> exactly. That was when I was in labor, by the way. Everything was start, started with that. Yeah. But uh, she said she's been a midwife for four years and has never, she's given, mm-hmm. she's obviously assisted twin births. She said she's never assisted uh, a twin birth vagin- whereby they were born vaginally. Mm-hmm. Um, she said they were always born by a C-section. Yeah. And that's just sad. Like to hear that. It's right now, right across the board. Listen, most babies are born by C-section, let alone I twins. I know. Most in hospitals. In, in you know my local trust I think we managed to get the d- December infographics after two years of no infographics because apparently lockdown meant you couldn't provide infographics to say what was going on inside the maternity services mm. and it was like in the space out of 800 or 700 births 560 something were c-sections subhanallah it, it, the majority are c-sections now, we don't know whether that's because of an induction, a cascade of interventions, and, oh, dear, yeah. we're going to have to do an emergency C-section, or if it's actually just you freak the people out so much that they say, oh, I want to, I want a planned C-section. I mean, they offer yeah. it at the beginning, at 12 weeks. They say, so we, we can offer you an elective C-section. It's like a kind of, you know, what would you like in the cafe? You know, like chocolate <laughs> biscuit or chocolate, you know, chocolate cake. You can choose. Yeah. It's, and it's a business. You know, seven thousand pounds per C-section. So, of course, they make money from it. Um, it's an industry. Is that how much it is? Yes, they make seven thousand pounds per C-section. My goodness, I know the pregnant woman is lucrative, but really, never <laughs> did I know seven grand for wow well, for a C-section. That's... Yeah, and also they get money per. I think, uh, correct me, people might like jump in and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is why home births and free births are not ideal, especially not free births, because you have cool. to, per head, per baby that's born in a hospital, it's written and it's recorded. They need to have those statistics recorded and written because that's that's kind of, you know, a bit of income as well. So, I mean, we have to look into it a bit. I don't want to obviously say too much to get too political, but they do make a lot of money out of birth. That is something that I did. Um, Effect? And, did you feel? And, no, no, no. Some uh, There were a number of times that uh, towards the end when I started to feel a little bit pressured. Yeah. I, I threatened them that. Because what when with my first child, I had all my appointments at that hospital. But when I went into labour, I went to a completely different hospital. And when in this pregnancy, when I had gone back, they... Every time I had appointments, they would say, now and again, they would bring up and say, you are going to give birth here, right? You know, it was like they were, they they showed me that they really wanted me to give birth there. So a number of times when I felt pressured, I said to them, literally point blank, I said, if you guys are going to give me any more pressure, I'll just go back to X hospital because I yeah. had a lovely time there. And 
and yeah one midwife was like oh no you won't be silly and do that you know you won't be um, silly that lovely language again um yeah exactly oh imagine when I was going for my um birth plan with sorry just to talk about language when I was going for yeah. my birth plan with the midwife the first time and I said to her I wanted to have it in a birthing suite or whatever I heard that's really nice and she was like oh no no, no that's for normal pregnancies normal normal you know wow I was like normal she said oh you know what I mean you know uncomplicated pregnancy I just thought I'm gonna stop (laughs) yeah so it just gets worse isn't it really yeah it just got worse (laughs) but But you did so well oh my gosh yeah I'm I'm just buzzing I've just been buzzing ever since literally oh I'm just so yeah because this is this is huge this is such a like monumental thing it's so monumental in, in also in the world of birth, like research-wise, like it's brilliant. You gave birth in a hospital, the most detrimental, sabotaging place, the place where nothing happens that's good, really, essentially. It's a place where apparently sick people go. And when you're pregnant, you're a patient. I mean, that part. Most mm-hmm. people really want actually not to have birth, no, not even give birth in a hospital anymore. They don't want to be in a hospital. But you knew that you couldn't really not be in a hospital. You had to be in a hospital. So you conditioned it to you worked it to an art, sis. You know what I'm saying? You know what? The skills you... involved. Oh. Listen, after after your like after your stuff that I was reading, and like I said to you, I got in touch with uh, with your advice as well. May Allah bless you, man. I mean. Um, I got in touch with that twin doctor who's a he's a specialist Stu, in Dr. Stu. Is that his name? Dr. Stu yeah. Fishbone or yes. Fishbine. Yes. Amazing. And he yeah. you said to me, message him, he'll respond. And I was like, nah, look at all the followers he's got. He responded to me countless times. So um that, yeah. and it was just with matters of doubt that I had about the placenta mm. and um, you know, like how would if I want to delay the cord, you know, delay cord camping, yeah. how yeah. How will I do that whilst pushing out? Like, anyway, not to get too graphic, but... They're pushing another one um, in, yeah. Because there's yeah, one to come out first. Yes, yeah, so exactly. I'm so interested by this. How did you do it? Let's get down to the label, unless you've got anything else to say. But, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, carry on. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, but he replied. I, I'm really impressed. He did. He replied a number of times, man. He did. Yeah. Um, And it just cleared my doubts. And, obviously, with him, he... he one of his podcasts, he, he was talking about you know um there there were no statistics for home births so right right no one can say how bad home births are how you know there's no statistics for it so unless he provided them he said but otherwise there isn't there aren't there aren't any they need to be out there don't they really now yeah just give people that option absolutely just but i didn't yeah, yeah to, to have the option definitely but I, I really I really didn't want a home birth I I was I had like a, a moment where I thought I wanted one but the thought of my cats in the house they had kittens it's a small <laughs> house and oh I just the thought of it was like nah this ain't where it's I'm going to be happy yeah 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 um they have but, um, um there was this, yeah, sorry. sorry to interrupt, says, I had this podcast at the weekend with a sister and she's in France and she was telling me that they have these places called Maison de Naissance, which okay. says house of birth, birth yeah, houses. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, I think they sound idyllic, 
and I think we should definitely invest in this. And I don't, I don't know, maybe I can do it in the future. Who knows? Allah Wallam. Mm. But these basically these big buildings, which are made like made into houses. So you have your ensuite bathroom, you have your room, you have everything you could possibly need for labor. You book it, you come in, you've got your midwife to hand, totally chilled. It's like being in a home from home. So you recreate your oh, home oh in that God. space. I mean, and you like have your bed and they make, they apparently she said they have this massive bath next to your bed and it's huge big circle thing and you can just get in and get out, get into your bed when you want to. Your husband could be there lying on the bed with you. There's no restrictions. Mm. Um, it just sounds amazing. So obviously you've got somebody to look after the little ones if you've got other children Absolutely. and you can just go on like a little spa, a spa retreat for the weekend. Yeah. It, um, it, it, with your loved thing. one. It that just, sounds yeah. amazing. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, that we would need that. that. Would, yeah, we 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 really do because bridge between provide. <laughs> so say again. It's like a bridge, isn't it, between like a hospital? Ah, uh, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you said we need to be rich to do that. Oh yeah, that's Sorry. the next one as well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds amazing. Bridge between, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but um. I was saying I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to, a hospital birth at all, but mm. um, I had watched a, a YouTube video, video about how you can make, um, you know, if you elect to have your birth at hospital, how you can make it still reflect what you would like, you know, people talking yeah. about putting fairy lights up in the room <laughs> yeah, um, and turning off those bright lights. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, as soon as I walked in the room, mm. I had the one of the head doctors or whatever with me and I was like I just switched it I, I literally wanted to own the room so I switched it off and I was like and that one over there I need that and once all these lights are out I don't want anyone else in here and yeah straight away like I was like I don't want and they were asking permission about who can come in this person mm. just wants to ask you this and it was literally your birth. I I can't lie to you when you say I'm so proud of you, sis, I that is it. the part I'm proud of. Yeah, because, I'm proud of you too. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that is, I'm so glad that I put my foot down because I didn't know about oxytocin and how you have to be relaxed and all of this stuff. I didn't know about it until you until I was reading stuff from your page, YouTube, whatever. Um, yeah, so I, I, I was like, okay, right. So I need to be relaxed. So I need to okay so I, I kind of yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um and um I was oh, so adam, adam, sorry I'm so proud of you my eyes are tearing <laughs> oh I'm proper honestly do you know I, I'll keep thinking I don't even know how I found your page but I think I know it's someone who's into like health and stuff like that because I don't know how I came across your page and mm-hmm. I'm telling you Allah. I don't it, of course it's Qadr, but I don't know what direction I would have gone in had I not found your page. Oh, like, that's how deep it is. It's honestly, it's, oh. you, you, honestly, man, alhamdulillah, because mm. I, I, I suffer with anxiety. So the fact that I did this is, is, is like, I, remember I don't want to say monumental, but yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, um, and proper anxiety, not, not where I'm like, um, yeah, like I've, I suffer really badly with anxiety. So, it, this is this is this was big for me as well um and I just wanted to quickly just mention this as well because what happens a lot because I had my husband in the room yeah. where he was obviously my birth partner and yeah. I read I saw so many videos and I read a lot about how they turn the partner against the yeah. their, the partner the husband against yeah. the wife for example yeah. which they did with my mum because she was my first birth partner for my 
for my first child yeah. they did that she was like just listen to the doctors you know yeah. they know what they're talking about and uh um and she didn't do that this time like when yeah. you know she was if she trusted me anyway and I said to him I said to him I showed him the video I was like look this is what they do they turn the husband they tell you know tell him are oh, you gonna you know your children are at stake this that and the other and he was on board he was like okay that's fine I'm gonna stand firm you know mm -hmm. so that was that was really helpful yeah. Yeah, to make sure he was on that side but um yeah what did you say you wanted to get to the nitty-gritty yeah no because you were mentioning about you know the placenta yeah. and how how I mean it is complicated in the sense that you have to think in your mind how you're going to do it. When you when you put your head to do something, you can't just be like, oh, it's going to be fine. I'll just go with the flow. You have to think like, okay, logistics. So I'm going to give birth, you know, vaginally. And then how am I going to get the nut? You know, what's going to happen with the placenta? Because they're separate placenta. You know, how is it going to work? Mm. So it, obviously it, you do need to go through all that before. And I'm so glad that you had some support because um, it's, it's essential. So yeah. tell me... Um, so there was that the last appointment you had with those guys, like you just walked away and they were, you know, there was a 37 week scan. That was your last scan, um, no appointment, wasn't it? Did you do the 37 week scan? I did. Okay. You did the the last, week. That's yeah. last one. okay. And then beyond then, obviously you just basically had two weeks left because babies were born 40 plus one. Is that right? Yeah. Plus two. Plus two. There you go. Wow. Yes. Did you go into labor on the plus one or did they, it was it, was it labor plus two? I went into labor on the plus two. Wow. They were born the same day. Yeah. So I went into labor at three in the morning. Yeah. Like that's when the first signs of proper labor. Yeah. And then they were born by nine, uh, sorry, by 10 in the morning. Oh, my body. That's excellent. Yeah. So it's, that's the same day, right? Yeah. yeah it's like day, yeah. Seven. early hours in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. 40 plus two, two twins, two twins, even <laughs> twins, yeah. two baby girls yeah. were born. Within the space of what, like, it's just not even that many hours, sis. I, I didn't know that either. You think about it. I didn't it. know that. It was it three? Yeah. Count four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Did you say one at ten? Yeah, ten, basically. Seven nine, hours. Yeah. Seven hours. Yeah, subhanAllah. It was, it, it was quick, but it didn't feel like that at all. Of course, you, I'm sure you know, man. Journey, I know, it, yeah. But... <laughs> take, if it, you, don't, you lose time, don't you? You lose the yeah. um, gauge. You lose time and you lose the will because my goodness, that part of, I, I, I heard someone say labor is eight, it's like the 80, 20, 80% mental, 20% physical. And I thought, yeah, right. Until I was actually in it, I said, I said to my husband, they're going to cut me. They're going to cut me open. Cause I was like, I'm losing strength. The contractions were killing me. Yeah. And I was like, I'm. I think um Omar is receiving a call just now. Um I recognize what happened a little bit a little while ago. So we'll wait for her to Oh come sorry. Out. That's all right. I guess I was just telling the audience, my invisible audience, prospective audience, that um <laughs> you you were receiving a call. That's what it looked like. Ah, I figured it out. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. figured it out, yeah. Working on my information again. <laughs> That's all right, don't say sorry. No sorry. Yeah okay okay uh yeah anyway so um you were losing yeah, your, saying, you were feeling like you were losing your will but very much not but you felt like you were I I I was man <laughs> I was losing the will because, but you weren't because you didn't you see 
yeah because there's no there's no way out of pregnancy well that's that's what goes in the brain isn't it we say look (laughs) they've got to come out (laughs) yes yeah exactly um and uh yeah so I was I was giving up and it was like the the pain from the contractions just was taking everything out of me I I said to him I'm not gonna have energy to push I didn't think I would but yeah I, I guess the way that our last mentality has made our our bodies man is it knows it knows it can do it it's just the mind yeah. um and I actually heard something like that where your mind will tell you so many times you can't do something but your body your body will knows it can basically you know yeah. but um and physiological births sis, it works so your body actually you'll get to the point where you'll feel if you relax you can feel your body actually doing the work subhanallah and that's the part I love about it because this, it was, this, was, yeah. this is the thing what I love because I can't believe that like till today there's a thing of being told when to push I exactly. I literally don't get that I don't understand it I'd love to understand it maybe someone can enlighten me but yeah. it's a, it's you get the surge like I don't know how you can be told when to push your body just knows wants- it yeah your body do does it, it. Like, yeah it does it voluntarily yeah yeah I you don't, just breathe, don't you just kind of like you just squash inside somehow like a kind of Ex- compressing breath <laughs> exactly exactly that so I don't know how you could not push like right. when they tell you sometimes no don't push because yeah you're not controlling it yourself yeah. but. I, I remember being told in my first in my firstborn don't push and I looked at them as if like are you okay it's gonna happen whether I do it or not oh my gosh man that's that's I <laughs> I can't, I can't I don't understand that I just no, don't get I it. don't know maybe someone will enlighten us you know <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll see, see. Man. <laughs> we'll see um and that was um what's that lady she was re- she was a renowned midwife in Ireland or something I think her name's Mary Corona or Mary... Oh, yeah 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 she she was she was a yeah that she also helped well, she's not alive anymore I've watched all her interviews and stuff because she was um I guess similar to um that Dr uh Stuart Fishbine where she was renowned for delivering twin pregnancy uh, uh um what's the word assisting twin uh births yeah. um without the need of s how do you say this word episiotomy that I used to not be able to say that before I became a doula or was what's the word properly trained to be a doula episiotomy <laughs> Okay, I always to say you know that a peasy peasy thing and the woman would get me you know the midwife would always know what I meant but I meant it, it and it used to make me feel really kind of humble you know like I bring mm. them down to that yeah. humble level in the appointment yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. now I cringe at that kind of character the plastic voices and smiles and uh, I don't want to play that game anymore <laughs> no you want to sound like I want to know stuff. my business Educated. you know yeah, yeah. Absolutely. own it yeah <laughs> yeah episiotomy so yes yeah, I, I, I was like, okay, just through reading about her work and all of that, I was like, okay, twin births have come a little bit of a long way because they don't offer that so much anymore. Yeah. Um, um, but um, anyway, so they were born six minutes apart. Mary, Mary, um, Mary Cronk, I've just remembered. Mary ah, Cronk. that's it, Cronk, Cronk. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. I'm just tapping was... into my baby brain as well. <laughs> Yeah, Mary Cronk. She's yeah, she's a she's a G man. Sorry to yeah. To... <laughs> Her and Ina, Ina McGaskin as well. I really love Ina McGaskin as well. Who oh, are that's one for me to Google. You know that one? 
new one no okay no, no, look, no. i'll be sending you in a dm don't worry yeah please do please shortly do. you'll love it yeah yeah send it yeah send i love anime gaskin's things amazing oh brilliant um Berthy. yeah so Sorry, i interrupted um, you yeah no 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 it's fine i'm thinking that if there's a delay on because my internet's gone a little bit uh the bars have gone down mm-hmm. um you're okay you can still I can hear you okay? perfectly yeah yeah i'm just checking oh, my bars i can see i can hear okay brilliant no you're right. um it might have been my um, it could have been my internet went a bit slow because the weather's atrocious is it raining where you are yeah it is it's really heavy rain and um sometimes it affects the wi-fi on my yeah, laptop that's true i'm no, no, same, same in my house i noticed that when it's raining it, it starts to get a bit funny yeah um, the wi-fi but um yeah. yeah so i was saying they were born six minutes apart yeah um which was phenomenal because i didn't know how it would work yeah. i was thinking how would the body know to carry on contracting you know yeah, yeah. like when after one's been born um even though it does it to push out the to, to get rid of the placenta anyway but to birth this placenta but um yeah they yeah, were born yeah, exactly. six minutes apart um thankfully what they they were one was slightly bigger in size um they were born six pounds eight and six pounds five so thankfully the six pound eight one came first and made the way okay yeah yeah, and um I didn't get to do the whole skin to skin thing straight away because of the way I had given chose to give birth okay um but I was looking at her whilst I was giving birth to her sister, which is which was so nice. Um, yeah, it was like it was just so oh, it was so dreamy, subhanallah. Um, and yeah, her sister was born still in her sack. She literally just oh, wow. came out. On yeah. cool, on cool. Um, is that it, what that's what? Yeah, that's cool. what it means. On cool, it's a French. It it's a French word. It's French, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. On cool. So E N and then C A U L. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she was, she was in her sack. Yeah, she was. She didn't know she, she was, was proper peaceful. Born. I imagine then, right? She is still the very out of the two. Really, that's so interesting. Yeah. Really, really. And what did they do about? Did did you burst? Did, how did they? I'm always interested about the uncle and how they would open it. You know, I didn't know any of this. This okay. is from my husband telling me. So oh. he was just telling me, oh, she came out in some bag thing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she was still in her sack, you mean? He was like, they ripped, like, they just ripped this thing off her and the water oh, came yeah. out. And I was like, yeah, she was. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I, to be honest with you, by that point, I can't lie. I was like, kind of, you know, when you're just like, yeah, you want it over and done with. done it, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, um, just their hands. It's just the way they handle. I just always feel they're just so with their plastic hands. They're so rough. It's just, yeah, no, you know. But yeah, alhamdulillah, she yeah. came out the way she was intended to come out, and that's the most beautiful part about it. That's yeah, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah, she, yeah. So she was born on call. Yeah. Um. And um. Uh. Yeah. And then, I I lost a lot of blood, oh, man. No. Really? Yeah, I lost li- about four liters. So, so hold, hold on a minute. Yeah, so you lost four liters. Maybe maybe three and a half, <laughs> and that's See? I lost a lot. That's yeah. 
Are you sure that's a very, that's a huge amount of blood to lose? It was coming out like a tap, and I had the red. Did they panic? No, no, no. Alhamdulillah. Um, the pace it was coming out, the registry was like, "You've already lost two. If you carry on, oh no, actually, it might have been three. She said, "If you if you get to four, you're gonna die." Yeah, you know the way yes, she yes. said it. <laughs> I know, but it's it was, serious. It's so serious. Postpartum yeah. hemorrhage, PPH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That okay. was the part that they were they were scared about and I was looking at it dripping out and I was like just wait just wait and my husband was like no come on now like enough of your your stubbornness (laughs) this is not the time I know you're gonna say no but yeah sorry yeah yeah, no 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 exactly but they they didn't do that this time they totally disregarded that that was Um, gone yeah yeah that was out the window but um he was saying, come on now, because they were like, we need to put a cannula in you. And I was like, I, I don't want anything. But yeah, when I started to see it was like they, they had taken one one like ha- um, container away because oh, it was full. Oh, no. Yeah. And put and replace it with they another. Had to count I was like, it. They had to gather it. They have to catch yeah. how much it lost. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they just estimate. They do estimate. Gen- they just kind of guesstimate as well sometimes. But if they I catch, thought they, they were, catch, they but... catch it like that because there's a lot. Often there's a lot on the floor, so you can't tell how much or not on the floor. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like around the area, exactly. you can't always tell. And blood is that thing that looks like if you mix it with water, it looks like it's like oh my gosh, the pound lights so much, you know. Mm, um, and it could yeah, actually just be a little it. amount. But if they've got a jug under there, liter jug, and they're literally just catching it, like gathering it from you, sis, that's serious. It was. I'm not going to lie to you. What did I gave you. Did they put a wad, like a wad of cotton up to stop it? Um, so it's going to be, be a bit kind of like a kind of display. Frame. I was honestly, hmm. I was, I was, a, I was like, I don't want to say I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared. is not the right word. I was, I was worried. I was worried because mm-hmm. I could see how fast it was coming out. I had the mm-hmm. registrar at my head mm-hmm. telling me, let me put the cannula in. And my husband's saying, okay, come on. So I, I let her put the cannula in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started to, I said to her, look, it's starting to slow down. I still hadn't moved from the the position that I'd given birth in. Okay. I was still like that. Mm. Um, and it was slowing down. So I was reassuring myself. And then it started to speed up again. And it was like, okay. I, the, the blood was phenomenal. Like the amount of blood was crazy. I won't lie. But um, yeah. I need to check the paperwork. I don't know how much it was, but it was less than four. Okay. But it was, and it was verging two. on floor, verging on four even. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. version four wow. to the point. I still feel it's lost today. I can't lie. Oh, I'm sis, still... sis, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Because you um, lose it from your body. You can yeah, lose a third or two thirds. You know, if you lose half your body's, I mean, you probably lost like half your body's blood. You yeah. But that's in your but... body. It's majority water, isn't it? 70% of your body's water. It's water, so yeah. So there's not actually yeah. that much blood in the body, believe it or not. Yeah, that's just dawned on me, actually. It's very serious. Blood loss Mm. is very serious because um, if you lose lose two litres, I mean, I've supported a sister. um, I won't say too much details, but she Mm -hmm. had postpartum hemorrhage and she lost two litres and she had to go into theatre and have one of those balloons inserted in her. Oh, gosh. Is it? Wait, so is that postpartum hemorrhage what I experienced? Uh, Well, I I don't know because I haven't seen your notes and I don't know the medical, you know, what they've they've medically kind of... Deter, you know, we don't, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When doulas are doulas, they're not they're not midwives, midwives. Mm. But mm. I know from experience and what I've noticed out there in the world, 
um, with the birth work I do is that, and the knowledge I have, is that after you've had a baby, is this after your, uh, is this after the baby was born, is this after your, your placentas had come released? Yeah, so after I birthed the placentas. Yeah, then it would be classed as a PPH, which is postpartum hemorrhage, okay? And that can happen basically, um, and it, it is not defined, it's not definitive, it's non-definitive as in, you know, it's just basically when you have an excess amount of blood that comes mm -hmm. as a result of, you the, know, the, the placenta comes after the I, that, yeah I, I thought it was what I had in my head at that moment as well was the placenta is detached itself from wherever it was Uterine. so yeah yeah so there's going to be a big wound like a big so I expected it does bleed yes it's that, but not that much <laughs> yeah exactly and that is exactly what happens isn't it because like, after we have a baby like with your first and everything you probably remember you yeah. birth a placenta placenta mm. comes out and then we bleed and we when we breastfeed we notice that like the bleeding increases suddenly it starts gushing a bit more my because, goodness you yeah. know and the after pains <laughs> oh my. that was yeah that's like even more than labor i found with my third my after pains was so, i mean my labor was fairly honestly it was like painless compared to the after pains subhanallah um, i totally agree with you I, I, I do you know what i've just realized that they stopped it was Oh, awful. I was That's googling like three, week, three weeks. No, they stopped in the first week, or the or maybe yeah, first yeah. I reckon the first week. I can't remember, but really? they were so painful. That's how yeah. much like yeah, you know, oh yeah, it was horrible. The blood, um, is, you know, they do have to stop it sometimes. So they will use. That's why I was asking you if they if they inserted like it's like a kind of wad of um what tampons are made of like. Mm. cotton wool almost and it's like a mm. pad that they would insert um to clot it to clot it yeah to clot it mm. and then there's always this kind of da, 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 when they take it out after a couple like 24 hours oh. 48 hours it's this kind of is it going to just you know that mm. kind of dryness you think if you're going to remove it it's just oh. going to go again I'm um, gritting my teeth as we speak. You feel yeah, it, yeah. Man. But alhamdulillah, usually it does stop it. But then, of course, the sister that I did support, you know, she'd had to have a balloon, like an actual balloon inserted. Wow. And it happens, wow. it happens a lot, this balloon. And then they, they give you the risks and they scare the family, especially if they don't have knowledge about this, that, you know, you might lose your uterus and things like that. Um, oh because if God. they can't stop it, they have to they have to perform a hysterectomy. So this, 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 the, okay, so PPH, I guess, along with, like I said, the condition that I have, I think it's called ITP, I can't remember. Most likely, but, you would have had that. It's because of the blood thinning, the lack of yeah. not being able to clot. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Was that combined with just, you know, having had twins, you got exactly. a little bit more blood than everyone else would have with a singleton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so with with that, I reckon that's that could have been a contributing factor, like you just said, why it was so much. Yeah, they didn't um, pull your placenta, did they, at any point? God, no, I had that, you know, I took in a whiteboard with my birth plan written on it, <laughs> and that was that was written on there. Nobody is to pull the placenta out of me, because that, that will cause it. it can. Exactly. Exactly yeah. that. So even when they use the injection, the synthetic, you know, the injection that you have in your leg, which is um, synthetic oxytocin, synthetic. which is yeah. to basically get the placenta, trigger the body to release the placenta. Right, yeah. If you breastfeed skin to skin immediately, put the baby on the breast, let the baby suck, get the colostrum going. Actually, after 
a little while the placenta usually comes out on its own you get that feeling that oh, I want to push again and it will bloop come out yeah you have to check it's not retained <clears throat> and nothing left inside but sometimes they get a bit impatient they put the injection in and then they just start going dook, 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 dook. Uh, yeah no I was adamant I didn't want that it's called I, I think I've googled it called active management or something it is like active that. management mashallah exactly yeah yeah and I put that on the whiteboard too no active management but funnily enough you know um they I say funnily enough like they came out pretty much still when I was I hadn't even relaxed yet they was they came out really yeah. quick physiological birth again sis yeah birth works you didn't have any interventions you didn't have any medication you didn't have anything synthetic apart from the only interventions were ones that I requested when I arrived at the hospital mm. um I got there about seven they wrote it down actually I got there quarter past seven in the morning mm. and I wanted them to see how far dilated I was because all the other stuff um yeah the, the the, the, yeah yeah, so I wanted them to see. So they did, um, they did that, and 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 that was the thing. I was one centimeter, man. I was so upset. Oh, but okay. they, they said I could progress quickly, which was exactly the case. I didn't know that. I thought I was going to be there till like the night time, but yeah, two hours later they were out. But um, yeah, so that was that was the, uh, that was the placenta part, and after that, I was just left to, to be and um. I was discharged the same day. Yeah, alhamdulillah. That's just amazing, sis. It's so amazing. That's amazing. So twin pregnancy, discharged the same day. May Allah like grant ease to all sisters who are pregnant with twins. Honestly, may Allah make it mm. easy on them. May this be like a kind of shining light for them, like a beacon so that they can feel that it is possible, you know? It is possible I to to accomplish this. Um you know, all these mummies who are sitting with babies in Niku, who can't breastfeed, who are having serious sort of postnatal uh, traumatic, this post-traumatic this post, this post -traumatic stress disorder basically is PTSD. It's just trauma yeah, on what they've been through. But they'll get diagnosed as post postnatally depressed because they're detached from their baby that they've been growing in their oh, womb. Of course, man. And they've got I feel that home. now. Just you know? when they're in the other room, I can't imagine what that must feel like. You know, you go home and, and go in for like visiting hours to see your babies. I know, man. That's honestly so. And you know what? I didn't. This isn't to honestly, by Allah, this isn't to show off. I'm I'm the last person no. who no. wants to show off about my style of birth. I my my closest friends have had C sections and horrible again PTSD with you. You know, you were telling me one of my friends can can what she can do about it she, um, a lot of my close friends have have haven't had my experience basically they've had bad experiences so this isn't to show off at all um but it is in itself like I said it's it's not common for a twin pregnancy and that's the only reason why I really want to speak up yes um and I haven't just because of lack of time I haven't gone through um I haven't spoken about all the support networks that you along that you introduced me to and one other person it was just like a, t a telegram group whereby I would write in every so often guys I'm going to give in I can't do it you know it was just things like that speaking to other 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 like-minded um people who were pregnant so not only twin um expectant twin mums um 
but yeah, I had I I sought a lot of support throughout throughout this pregnancy. So, um, if there are like any other mums out there who who want to do it this way, that, that that's the way to do it. I didn't I wasn't strong on my own. You know, that's that's oh, what I wanted to say. Yeah, no, I hear you, and I must say that you know you did you did you are a very quiet person. It's not like you're out there. <laughs> no shouting and raving about it and I, I had to ask you do you mind if we share and you said you know I'm happy to be anonymous to a certain degree and you know you you we can you know we can appreciate that the story that you have to share with us is not shared lightly it's not it's not Ria may Allah save you from Ria because it's not I mean yeah um, no 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 I don't think you know the way I see it is that it's so serious, times are so serious that we mm. have to come together as an ummah, as Muslim women. If we do not, we do not have structures and support systems that are available for us. So mm-hmm. the more that we share and the more we come together and give each other the encouragement and support that we need, it could just make that bit of difference. Like you just said, I had no idea that my Instagram account had any effect like you've described <laughs> it to have. Do you know what I mean? I literally just do it from my little, my husband asked me, like birth activism bubble. Like I just have this this vibe and I just go with it. I'm not popular. Mm. (laughs) I'm not popular, sis. Like, it's not like I came out here and it's like, oh, everybody loves me. I've had my fair share of, I still get stalked and all sorts. Um, (laughs) My fair share of, you know, ups and downs. But I don't do it for me. I do it like you say this isn't for you it's literally I have to put myself on the line because I was somebody who had a doula who was not Muslim in my third pregnancy who let me down who walked out and left me to give birth alone yeah and I had no home birth it was in COVID circumstances my husband was at home with the kids my other two and I had to just mosey on and I went into spontaneous labor it was all natural I would have just stayed at home and had a BBA probably but I thought I didn't actually wasn't I just thought at first I didn't know if I was a neighbor or not you know but the baby was born so quickly subhanallah because I have quick labors my second two have been really quick and I went out there and I had what I had my experience and I thought do you know what I'm going to make sure that this never happens to a Muslim sister. I can deal yeah. with it. I'm resilient enough to just get yeah. on with it with a mask on. I still have my jilbab and niqab on, like fully yeah. dressed. I just went on to all fours, just had my baby. But it wasn't it wasn't without its complications. It wasn't without... I'm fine on that, by the way. <laughs> sorry out there but you no, know, high five on that they were my first birth and this birth was very similar because I wouldn't I wouldn't um I don't want to be too graphic but I wouldn't take off my I have like an outfit that I wear so yeah. so that I'm not naked yeah I just I don't, don't feel comfortable naked in front of these people I don't even yeah. know who they are and a man can walk yeah. in any time yeah that's true but it's, I just don't feel comfortable yeah and uh yeah, yeah it's so just your body, isn't that. it? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just don't want to show your body in like that. Exactly. So, yeah. and I I was even thinking, how am I gonna be like I knew I booked my doula at six weeks, but I was thinking to myself, I I don't feel comfortable being naked with her. I don't want to show her my body. Yeah. I just want absolutely. her there to make sure no harm comes to me as a witness. Just be my witness because I'm a Muslim woman, I'm an Akabi, I don't trust these people. <laughs> I just want you there. I'll be breezy, yeah. give birth and walk out, just be there. And she still couldn't do that? No, because when they told her, basically, I'd had a temperature the week before mm-hmm. and I tested myself COVID stick thing. I'd never done one before. I didn't know what the heck I was doing, so I did it. And I was like, oh, it's negative, I'm fine. But then when I went in on the Saturday, they said, so have you done any tests? 
And I said, no, but I'd had, because you know, I'd had a temperature in the week. I said, I'm all right now. The temperature's gone since I think I'm in labor. You're not in labor, but I am. Don't think so. You'd be, <laughs> you know, because apparently I wasn't screaming and shouting. So I was like, no, I, I am. Um, but I was eight centimeters when they insisted on checking me, which was against my birth plan rules and everything. Oh, um, but they forced you to do these things because they won't treat you. They won't treat you or help you. Or, And then I just regretted being there at all. But there was no other option. There were no home birth services. So, oh, no, at that mm, time. That's it. They were closed. Yeah. So I was treated as a COVID um, positive. And for that's that reason, I, they said to my doula, you can stay, but you have to self-isolate for 10 days after the baby, after she's given birth. Um, and then they said, when my waters broke, they said, actually, you're going to have to leave now. They said at the end, when they could see my waters were going to break, you know, they said, when her waters break, you'll have to go. And she didn't protest. She just, just... so she's going to have to give birth alone then. Who's she going to be? That's what the doula is there for. Essentially, essentially to to be your voice. She was really new. I think she was quite new, newly newly qualified. Didn't be qualified as a doula. Newly trained. She didn't really know the ropes. And again, you don't, you know, if unless you're, you've got to share in what our vulnerability is as a Muslim woman. You've got to feel us. You've got to know that, no, you just whatever. And I think people also feel it's a very difficult situation to ask somebody if the hospital is telling them their policy and it's against birth rights. It's illegal to remove a birth partner. And they've admitted it in my complaint and everything because I obviously yeah. drew them through a huge complaint. Um, they can't remove your birth partner. You're not allowed to, even under COVID conditions. So they went right against birth rights policy. And it had she known her stuff, she could have stood up to them and said, no, I'm not leaving because it's against birth rights policy. She's allowed a birth partner. But maybe she thought, maybe she was scared. You know, maybe she, you know, we don't know what, what goes through people's, through people's minds. But at that point, says, listen, I just said, just do what you got to do. I, my mind was saying, do what you do. I'm focusing on me. And I zoned out and I just gave, I went into my, my labor. But you um, didn't have anyone there after she left? No, just me and a midwife who was like, literally like a policewoman. That's really sad. Subhanallah. Yeah. So that's why I'm here, sis. That's why I'm here. That's my why. And I don't want my sisters to go through anything, anything near that. And I want to prevent the harm that can occur to prevent that happening. So I came out into the birth world and I came into, you know, groups that were non-Muslim, essentially. I can't find many Muslim sisters in my field. And um, I was met with welcoming arms, what seemed welcoming arms, welcome to yeah, groups, join our course. groups, come in, token Muslim woman, come in. Mm. And then after some time, it was, well, hang on a minute, you're just a little too active. You're just a little too passionate. You're just a little too good at what you do. No. And obviously, if you're not pro certain things and you don't move with the times like they do, it's just scope to just kick you and oust you out, you know? So yeah, I was bullied out of the birth world. Um, I was stalked. I was cyber, cyber harassed. Oh, I left for a bit. I went offline for a bit. I did go off. I kind of came away from Dula Akabali for a bit, but I came back. Really? Yeah, I came back. And I'm really glad I did. And your news was like the best news. The best I'm really news. glad you did as well. And the, the only reason I didn't choose or didn't go ahead with you being a doula is because of your availability it oh well, yeah we're fastest I needed you to have someone near you I'd want someone that could pop in and be with you you know we're miles we're like you know absolutely in the um, yeah it's not easy yeah so if anyone after hearing this wants you to be and that was I told you this as well Allahumma barakatuh. Yeah. 
a friend who who offered to um, get me a doula because I was sharing my worries with her and I was like if it isn't Khadija I don't want it that was was it because and it's really important because I I really I really connected with you after our consultation and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, I was so worried as well it's this feeling that you want to protect someone and you can't do it it's horrible just make the one you know that Allah just Allah's got you and Allah had you so safe alhamdulillah if there is if you want her make sure you get your bookings in soon (laughs) inshallah don't come don't come when you're like eight months pregnant you know (laughs) If you need a doula, do it early, inshallah. And, and please, um, just come, come to learn how to be a doula. Come if you've got that fire in you. Come mm. to the support postnatal support for sisters. Just be, um, come into the birth world. Like come in because you know I'm out here on my own, and there's not many of us there. And I'm not one of those people who's like wanting to hog the scene and scared of you know the risk is written. We have this, you know, we have to have this in, in Islam. Our deen teaches us that rizq is from Allah. So we don't have to get like panicky about whether another person might take over the scene. It doesn't work like that. Mm. We're stronger in numbers, you know. They, they say, isn't it? Look how many bread companies there are in the bread aisle. This is, And we all eat bread a... still. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And we all still need bread. Exactly. You know, so. We're all eating it. Some of us even make it at home, but still, you know, we're still eating it. <laughs> exactly. But it's so yeah. important. It's so important because I really love, I'm out here like literally like trying to group people together and team up. And I don't think anyone will ever really understand what my niya is, you know, because, but the joy, the pure joy I get from hearing stories like yours, sis, it's just enough to keep me going for another like 25 years. Inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've started a community now anyway with the Facebook and yeah. not only that, but it's, it's expanding from your Instagram. So yeah. I can see, I can see slowly what yeah. you're doing is reaching out We've got to, to do it for ourselves, you know, sis. Yeah. We've got to, and yeah. sisters, I've got to be safe because one thing we have to understand is that we are not safe in the hands of those who do not understand or know us or have a hidden agenda that they actually secretly want us to conform to what they want us to be. I know. That they want us to be yeah. a diluted, watered down, compromising, sellout mm-hmm. kind of Muslim, which, wallahi, I will never be. And even as a non-Muslim, I had my principles and morals. I'm a revert and I knew what I stood for and I will not, I will not switch, you know. And, um, yeah, this is something I take really seriously. So no, I'm one way and one way only. And I'm there for sisters, my Muslim sisters. Check it. It's never going to change. It's not like someday I'm going to be for a next sort of group of people. It's always <laughs> Muslim sisters, you oh, know, yeah. and women and their children. And that's it. Um, and the more we you stay firm, you know, let's hope they find us in our sincerity. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's important that we have that like someone to cater for our specific specific needs so you know um yeah everybody's got their their pockets and their niches and their people who cater for and whatnot i mean the whole of the nhs seems to cater for allahu alam nowadays but you know we know what we cater for and essentially it's very sad state of affairs that if we do have to create our own for our own then that's what we have to do absolutely that's been the whole thing of this week if you don't if you don't have it create your own that's what I'm saying, sis. Mullahi, what you did, you went and created. You created, not only created, but you like grew and did your own, you know? You owned your birth. And that's what my motto is in all of my work is own your birth experience. It's about owning your birth experience. It's yours. It cut out again. 
Can you hear me? Oh, Assalamu alaikum. I can hear you. Are you there? Yeah, sorry, cut out. My my on my passionate on my passionate speech moment says. I'm so sorry. It, it cut oh. out. Oh. I heard most of it. But I'm oh. gonna have to listen back. I could <laughs> never replay. I can't. I can't reenact it. I just can't. Oh, I'm so uh, sorry. It's all right. It's my Oscar moment. Um, but yeah, it was about owning your birth experience. It undid it anyway. You owned your birth experience. So that's it and um yeah may Allah you know protect your babies and your offspring offspring and your future offspring from any harm I mean Allahumma I mean and yours and Ameen. yours or Iyaki what Iyaki Jazakallah khair Jazakallah khair honestly um like I said for your support and and for your I keep saying your page your pages everything that you've put out there um I wrote that message to you in it was personalized for you um mainly but I did give thanks to the other pages that yeah. responded to me as well just yeah. brief thank you because it's yeah, nice yeah. to give back yeah no, um, yeah exactly yeah, yeah we yeah. show gratitude I mean, gratitude is one of the most important aspects of being a muslima um that's what separates us and how we don't how our our behavior doesn't match that of others you know yeah, exactly. um, so we are distinctive we are distinctive so yeah definitely uh, it was joy it was just joy when I read that message I was just like oh yes this is great yeah. and I'm only Aww. sorry that I couldn't have been there for you more to be honest this I mean there were times when you know you must have written to me and I think I was probably on my my little kind of what is it um sejour. like I was having a stay away from Instagram for because mm -hmm. it was just heat it was which was needed very oh. much needed of course it was so crazy yeah, no, yeah. it was just time to just take a little bit of a break. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger, and we do definitely come back stronger. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I well, think yeah. if there were any times I didn't respond quick to anyone's messages for that matter, that period of time, it was just a breakaway. Um, and uh, regather my... Regather my yeah, to regroup, oh. regather. Yeah, mm -hmm. we, we shouldn't have to apologize for that but yeah, yeah bullying bullying takes place in lots of places and it should not take place in the birth world it should talk it, most of all it takes place in maternity services sorry but it does um coercion and bullying is like where it is so you least expect it from birth workers and birth keepers and people who are you know claiming to be doulas and things like that you don't expect them to bully because that's exactly, to, mm -hmm. you know that's exactly what we try to not do so it was a shock to the system but it made me think that's why I'm here I've got to protect yeah. my Muslim sisters who live in London in Manchester in Leeds in you know all around the world who might fall into the hands of non-Muslim birth workers who essentially don't really like them Islamophobia is rife yeah we need safety yeah. we really need safety it's no joke and you honestly I could speak about that forever. I, I did experience some things, but not now. <laughs> Inshallah. You know, I'm yeah. always here, sis. There's always more yeah. podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> man. Maybe you'll need to do one for like what? twin moms because yeah, they're they're only they're not even three three weeks yet and it's it's been <laughs> it's been crazy. crazy you are good. a soldier, Alhamdulillah. You literally soldiered. I don't know, man. Yeah, but listen, that you know that iron thing we talked about. Um, you know you're going to need that nowadays. Yeah, so just make sure you're getting oh. plenty of, plenty of that. Inshallah, plenty. I've of got that on subscription. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> I've got it on subscription. So yeah, that's um I'm worried yeah, about you your postpartum. My my kind of knee out is just like I just want to be caring and nurturing and doing anything I can that you would want you know I don't want to push on people but if there's anything you ever need you know I just got this feeling of just I've been thinking about you so much this Allah <laughs> oh no man may Allah bless you thank you so much honestly I really I really appreciate that I really do and I remember what you offered as well um but um yeah I've been told to take it easy but that's that's the part about being discharged the same day I kind of thought I was back to normal too no. quick and no. rest it um, up rest yeah that 40 day period when I had my first baby my husband was under the impression that we have to stay inside for 40 days so I was like okay so I stayed at yeah. home for 40 days yeah and then second two babies it's just been like vacuuming same day you get back type thing yeah. um, I've realized <laughs> that wallahi sometimes I thought he was being controlling and that's so traditional and so backward you know but actually I was like actually that's just heaven like bliss like yeah can I have that again now please <laughs> so there's so much hikmah there's so much hikmah in the deen and yeah. there's so much hikmah in the love that you know people when they really love us sometimes we can't see that they love us you know it's true yeah. it's, it's true it's it's true yeah. I'm not very good with attention and there's been quite a bit of it since so yeah I'm but... so glad to hear that no yeah but I'm I'm managing that quite nicely because I, I really like to it's been nice just being just with them you know yeah Um, because it's another thing with having to deal with uh like people coming around which is really nice honestly I really appreciate everyone who's offered and came but it's a lot going through birth and adjusting to to a newborn let alone and two so sometimes you just want like your own space yeah um, and I keep telling you, my brain is fried. So, <laughs> yeah, the the mid that um, I was so happy to be discharged by the midwife or whoever comes, and she said, unless you want us to come back, and, and I was like, no, please <laughs> sign me off. Just yeah. I don't want to see anyone anyone anymore. And that's um, that's actually says, you know what? Yeah, there's two sides to that. One side of it is, yeah, that's really good, and the other side is that there's a voice that can't cry out because. They, the service they provide is so a kind of way that if we really needed it, we wouldn't even ask for it. No, too scared of uh, what services. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. It's, 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 it's like a double-edged sword. And the, the crazy thing is there are sisters who slip through. There are sisters who really need help. So they really desperately need help, but they would never cry out. Even in their pregnancy, some of sisters I know, uh, I haven't worked with them, but oh. they told me stuff they've been going through they are too they won't even tell the midwives about it yeah that and of that's... course you know it's detrimental to them or their baby and that I'm sorry but that is where we need doulas that's where we need support in with those sisters because we can be the advocate that gives them strength not strength but gives them their strength to do it you know exactly um that, that happens a lot that was something that shocked me but yeah I, I, I'll, I'll definitely have to have to tell you that um and inshallah let's save it for our next day um yeah sure, both inshallah. of us are probably coming to our end i know that i've got a babysitter downstairs oh abu abu dijana who is probably just about frazzled by now <laughs> so i'll probably have to go back to to being mama the main the main the main mama <laughs> checking inshallah. everyone's okay 
um, and putting everybody to bed, inshallah. But Jazakallah for the time out. And please take care, sis. Jazakallah. And you, likewise. I'll stay, of course, we're going to stay in touch anyway. Yes. But, um, yes. I'm yeah. always here, okay? Whichever time of night and day, because, you know, some, I'm pretty much on call until next year. So just let me know if you need anything, okay? Even if it's just sending something to you, I really would... Um, I just mm. don't do anything. Just let me know. Okay. Inshallah. If there's anything I can help with, likewise, you know, shout me. Um, but please don't forget to send me that uh I know my guest again. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. No, you'd really like reading about her. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send yeah, you. I think I would. I think I would. Definitely. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Barakallah. What I'll do is I'll close the recording. I'll stop the recording, but don't shoot off just yet. I'll give you a proper like goodbye, inshallah. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, Thank so I'll just all. close the podcast down, inshallah. Okay. So jazakallah khair umabdillah. And I'll close the podcast with assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.